It's the season for brand new mulch, and Brown's Tree Service has got your yard covered. Brown's Tree Service utilizes hardwood mulch that retains more moisture. Not only does mulch make your yard more appealing, it also reduces weeds, improves soil, and creates insulation for plants. Get the right mulch for your job at Brown's Tree Service. They shred it, haul it, and spread it in mulch. Or you can haul it yourself for the personal touch to your property. Call Brown's Tree Service at 785-379-9212 or visit online at Brown's Tree Service LC. When someone has a passion for what they do, it comes through in the product they provide their customers. Just ask LaRocco's Pizza's new owner, Jason Johnson, about their crust. They make it every day and let it rise for a minimum of 24 hours before they use it for their pizza. And his staff doesn't want to do anything they won't be the best at. And you can taste it in their pizza. LaRocco's Pizza, just a half block north of the I-470 Engage Boulevard exit. Come taste the difference. It's time for Real Estate 101 with the Carrie Brown team from Preferred Advisors. Good Saturday morning to you. This is Carrie Brown, associate broker with EXP Realty and the Preferred Advisors team. And you're listening to Real Estate 101. As you know, I have this year started having on a guest for the month to be my go- co-host and um, my go-to so, Broderick J. Rowe. Broderick is out of Wichita. He is an ERA broker. Um, and he introduced me to equity trading. If you've listened to the past shows, we've kind of hit on that already. We're going to briefly go over that again, just so, just in case someone didn't hear it. And then we're going to be talking about equity trading with banknotes. So, uh, we're going to really dive in a little bit deeper. But first off, good morning, Broderick. How are you? Good morning, Carrie. Good to have you back, and thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely. Um, so, equity trading. Let's let's hit the high notes just so that they they understand what we're talking about. So, equity trading in general, uh, as we practice it, is something other than traditional buyer seller paying X number of dollars for property and closing. It gives you alternatives to that. We look for uh, different solutions. We counsel very deeply with our buyers and sellers, and it covers a, a wide range of activities. And as you mentioned, you know, buying with banknotes today is what our topic is, but it can be any, anything from 1031 exchanges. It can be personal property for real estate. It can be cash flow or income off of other properties. So it's, uh, it's just a different way of thinking about it and uh, maybe going past one or two steps to the ultimate end goal or end transaction that the, the buyer or the seller are looking for. Right. So these particular meetings happen all over the country, but the one that um, that we went to most recently would have been Vegas. And um, so let's just talk about in the room. Who's in the room whenever we're there? Uh, brokers and or broker slash principals. So you'll have uh, real estate professionals, and you'll have uh, individuals with inventory. You've got to be a broker to be in the room. And, uh, you know, we, we, you're talking about the Vegas uh, meeting that you attended, but these happen all over the country. They happen in, if you name a state, there's a group that meets. This, this particular group just happens to meet at Las, in Las Vegas four or five times a year. And so basically... Whenever you you get a, get there, um, in the past show we talked about um, Manhattan. I call it the Manhattan Project. I know that that was a movie, but um, 
basically in Manhattan, I have at this point a little over 153 doors because um, I added some to it. And these are investors that have been longtime investors and um, generations so. And um, they have reached a point in their life where they want to do something else. But. And, and that's a great, great example where they've, you know, they, they, they're just at a different season. Yeah, it's not, you know, dire straits or anything crazy like that. Obviously, you own that many doors, you're doing all right. But um, they just, you know, they want to travel. They don't want to be tied down. They they really just want to move into another phase of life. Um, and this is consecutive across all of the there, – there are multiple different investors in this. And um, so for me, I stood up in front of the room, and I had a moderator that would ask me questions, and I would answer the questions. And I would relay what this package is about and uh, where they are, what the goal is. Um, And then they would in turn say, okay, who in the room has someone interested? Uh, From that, at this point, now we've gotten 12 offers. The last time we spoke about it, I had 11. Um, And the 12th ones, we're we're gathering up the numbers that they're looking for. Um, And, I mean, we're talking $28 million is what we're looking at in these trades. Um, So it was a... It was definitely an amazing experience because it was so out of the box from what normal real estate is. You are getting that opportunity to be in front of people that can actually perform in that kind of level. Yeah, and and you're you know you may have two or three people in your area that you know do this type of thing, but when you are willing to travel, well, I'm going to one in South Carolina uh, here in the next uh, two and a half three weeks. Um, you're meeting with people that are focused on helping their clients do deals, and they're exposing it to different markets. Um, you know, an investor maybe from, let's say, South Carolina doesn't necessarily have to relocate his uh, equity into another property in that immediate area. He may get the same return and maybe some some upside in a different part of the country. So uh, that's why it's neat to, uh, if you're if you're looking to buy or sell something or you're looking you're not finding exactly what you want in your market. Uh, Carrie and I can take you to groups and exposure uh, your equity and your inventory, whether it's apartments or retail centers, uh, to a, a much broader group of potential activity. Absolutely. And the cool thing about it was is of those 12 different avenues that we had the opportunity to explore, they were literally all over the world. And what I had put out to the group was, these are the things that he's looking for. These are the territories he would consider it in. These are the territories he's not interested in buying in. So everybody sitting there knew what it was we were looking for. And then he was able to explore options from literally all 50 states and actually several um, different countries. Yeah, and sometimes an investor, a property owner, um, they're not ready to cash out, and they don't necessarily uh, know what it's going to take to go from point A to point Z. But they do know they want to be in a different a different spot with their investment. We we talked about seasons a while ago. Uh, had an attorney call me, and uh, he said, you know, my uh, my client needs to get out of title and turn go from a management position on his property into an income stream. Um, We alluded to notes at the beginning of this, so the attorney drafted a note and uh, 
shopped that note around and was able to transition out of the property uh, with uh, a good credit buyer and create an income. Effectively, it was an owner carry, but he didn't have that all those pieces lined up, so he created a note on his property and uh, secured it against the property and was able to then start getting payments on that property. And then that note was negotiable. Uh, his accountant and his attorney uh, counseled him to, um, you know, put, you know, and just for the sake of this conversation, uh, say a $100,000 note against his property, securing the note. And then they were able to take that note, and it, it then became something that they uh, could negotiate against uh, other other goals that they had in their estate. So we, of course, didn't write that note, but it turned it into cash on the terms that they were able to transition with. Um, you could also have a property that's, uh, say, free and clear. Maybe it's a it's a farm or it's a, a building that you don't want to necessarily go get a loan against the building, but if you created a note against that building, then you still have that property, and if it has income, you still have that income, but you can use that note to go out and then buy other income property. Right. So when you think about equity trading and these types of situations, um, it's definitely outside of the box of what regular real estate, let me put the sign in the yard and hope for a buyer to show up kind of real estate. Um it's it's very intriguing and Broderick does way more than I have. I'm just getting started. Um and has um you go all over the place. Yeah, we we you know there, there's 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 several meetings uh, in uh, several groups that we we travel around with and and get to know the folks and and kind of know what they specialize in. There's uh there's guys out of Colorado, they've got certain types of real estate that they focus on. You know whether it's mini storage or uh, retail centers or duplexes. You know groups of single family homes. But uh, when you run into them, you'll you'll kind of know uh, as you get to know the brokers. You'll kind of know what they specialize in, and it's uh, it, it's a neat group of guys. You're you're in a different state every month, and and guys and gals. There's it's a very it's a very diverse room, and uh, all sorts of experiences and. Um, you get to you get to know about different parts of the country. Uh, there's some guys and gals that just deal in high rises, anything above ten stories, and uh, they don't care where they're at. That's what they specialize in, and they're very familiar with that type of product. Um, there's other uh, brokers; they only deal in single-family homes. So, if you've got something you want to, uh, you know, buy, uh, or if you've got something you want to sell. Uh, these these sorts of meetings with a broker that attends them and spends their time uh, to go to those marketing sessions can be a super advantage and uh, broaden your uh, your possibilities with your transaction. Absolutely, and it's not just massive portfolios like whenever I talk about the Manhattan Project. There's also I took a ranch with me. Um, I took a, um, a plot of land that has a view over a lake. Um, and has the capability for horses. Um, there were several different, I think I had a total of six different items that I was able to present. Um, so it's definitely, it's not just one particular thing. You're looking at high rises, as you said, or regular residential or anything in between. There was even um, some new construction happening in Puerto, Puerto Rico. 
Um, and there was another place, um, tropical. Yeah, there's a, there's a, uh, there was a Puerto Rico and a, I want to say Costa Rica. Yeah. Um, that, that guys have, um, you know, lease, lease ownership in properties that they've traded in and out of the, out of some of these groups. The really intriguing thing is, as we're going to be talking about, um, banknotes, um, properties with banknotes, but there was also trading happening with life insurance policies, um, jewelry, art. Um, so don't just think small, think anything that makes the deal work. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the, the life insurance policies are intriguing. You've got people that had big policies. Maybe they, they had to take out uh, either term or whole life policies. And, you know, I'm not an insurance guy. I don't understand how all those things work. But uh, what I know is there is a, uh, from time to time, somebody will present, hey, I've got a life insurance policy. If you'll take over the payments, you know, uh, I'll make it available to go in or, get or, go in or out of transactions. Um, I haven't done any of those. I have done several bank notes. Uh, we have, uh, you know, added in uh, different vacant lots in different, different areas of the country to make deals work. Um, they call that uh, equalizing the equity. So if you've got a $150,000 property and a gentleman wants it, he brings a $200,000 property because uh, your property will meet his need, then you'll equal, e- equalize that equity by either adding cash or adding another property. Or you can you can equalize it by adding a banknote for fifty thousand dollars. It's a whole new beast in my world, especially um, because I have been used to you know marketing, which we do extensive marketing. Um, I'm on four MLSs, obviously radio show, TV, all that good stuff. Um, so definitely more outside of the box than even your normal agent, um, but still nothing to this caliber. So it's very very cool. Um, and as Broderick will tell you, pretty much addictive, addicting just to be able to go and do it. It's 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 very exciting. It's um, it's not just normal real estate contract stuff. And uh, I'm you know I'm young in the group. Carrie keeps acting like I'm an old soul there. I'm <laughs> I'm very young in the group, and Carrie is a is a is a neat addition uh, to the meetings. She's very uh, she's very smart and she she gets it very quickly, but there's a there's a lot of folks in those rooms that are uh, very creative. Uh, almost everyone in the room will have a number of buyers and a number of sellers, and uh, you know much of the activity is created just by having a cup of coffee with them before the meeting, or going to lunch with them, and getting their cell numbers and getting their uh, getting their contact information and so you can reach out and it's a it's a network of you know a couple hundred uh, individuals that do real estate every day and and they do it in a way it's not just googling you know I want apartment complexes or googling I want you know a three bedroom two bath home it's it's a whole nother type of relationship and networking that can really help buyers and sellers come together and it's kind of like a club. You have to be invited in. You, you do have to get invited in. You do have to uh, uh, be a broker to uh, to get into the group. And uh, it costs money. It's it's a marketing expense. And uh, you've got to get your mind around what part of my marketing budget will I spend traveling to the meetings to help uh, help my buyers buy and help my sellers sell. Yeah, and it's definitely not chump change to make it either. So, um it's a it's it can be a pretty expensive little 
I want to say hobby, but it's not a hobby. It's a pretty expensive little job. It's hard, it's hard, it's hard work, but it's fun hard work. <laughs> it is. It's a. It's very high energy, um, and that pretty much has to be. I mean, you think you're talking real estate this whole time, and basically, think auction, except for specific people in the room. Um, so it's definitely it's it's intriguing. But they also teach you. So I know for me to be there, it was required that I go to some of the classes, which were very, very informative. So those guys keeping that lively and so you don't get that, you know, glazed overlook. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and the, the, the education is probably as valuable to brokers in uh, the real estate world as the actual trading sessions. They'll have a guy come in and speak on um, handicap access buildings. What are the what are the laws? And, and it's it's a very it's a very uh, long day of uh, lots of learning, and it's 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 all important information. It'll help you, you know, guide your clients when they go to look at a look at a property that needs to help wheelchair access, or you know, what are the slopes, what are the grades. Absolutely. We're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors, but when we come back, we're going to be talking equity trading with banknotes. So don't forget to join us here in just a few. At SportsMomsUnited.com, we celebrate every athlete and support every sports mom. SportsMomsUnited.com is on a mission to put logic back in youth sports. When you ask young athletes why they play sports, their number one answer is fun. For them, that means being on a team, making new friends, having a good time, all of which are awesome memories. We add to the memories by featuring an athlete of the day and sharing their story. Nominate an athlete today at www.sportsmomsunited.com. Southwest Topeka has a good neighbor. State Farm agent Jim Garrison, now at 29th and Urish. If your current insurance situation has you going around in circles, get off the roundabout and stop in and meet Jim and his wonderfully efficient staff. Let Jim Garrison give you a quote and make the Garrison comparison. He's confident that with State Farm's competitive rates, the right coverage, and his unmatched service, you'll want to make him your new insurance agent. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and Jim Garrison is there for you, northeast of the roundabout at 29th and Urish. When someone has a passion for what they do, it comes through in the product they provide their customers. Just ask LaRocco's Pizza's new owner, Jason Johnson, about their crust. They make it every day and let it rise for a minimum of 24 hours before they use it for their pizza. And his staff doesn't want to do anything they won't be the best at. And you can taste it in their pizza. LaRocco's Pizza, just a half block north of the I-470 Engage Boulevard exit. Come taste the difference. This is Carrie Brown, Associate Broker with EXP Realty, and you're listening to Real Estate 101. I am back with Broderick J. Road. Broderick is a broker from ERA out of Wichita. Um, before we get started, real quick, I wanted to remind you, we have an open house this Sunday from 1 to 2.30 at 1519 Southwest Randolph here in Topeka. Um, this is a really unique property. Uh, Renewal Inc., they're new on the scene. They took this down to the studs. Um, so 1930s house, but basically new. Um, the entire interior is new. The exterior is new. Um, they have put in a driveway. It has a new sewer line, all the plumbing, electrical. All of it's new. Um, so you definitely want to stop by and take a look at it because you're buying in an established neighborhood with established trees um, with a lot of character. But it's all new. So be sure and check it out. 1 to 2.30 on Sunday. Okay, Broderick, let's talk equity trading with banknotes. That is a, that's a very unique situation, and I understand you have one going on right now. So why don't you break that down for us? 
Yeah, so we've got one going on. We've got a, an out-of-state uh, buyer that wants to be in, involved on a uh, an income property here in Sedgwick County, and he didn't necessarily want to pay what the seller was asking. He felt that the price was a little high, but the seller is they're kind of stuck there. So he got creative. He said, I will give him a property as security against a performing banknote. And I say banknote. It's a note created against real estate. Uh, there's actually no bank involved. That's just our generic term we throw out out there. So he created a note for a million dollars with a interest rate that was high enough to attract uh, the interest of the seller on another income property in another state. So the property he wanted to buy was listed at a million dollars, and the property he secured his performance note against was worth about two and a half million dollars. Now, the income property he bought in Sedgwick County, Kansas, um, it's he's going to develop it. It has a little bit of income with it, but it's he's looking for upside on it. He's looking for ways to maybe divide the property, and he needs time to do that. But he didn't want to wait for appraisals and surveys and lot splitting. So he made a very attractive offer to the seller. I'll, I'll give you a pledge of a note that's backed by real estate that's worth two and a half times what you're asking. So the seller, you know, we're, you know, I won't give addresses and details, but it's attractive. He's like, well, if the guy doesn't perform, I end up with a more expensive, more valuable property that's fully occupied and has a great income stream. So we don't always, when we're looking at transactions, you know, in the old days, you know, if you had cash, you could come in and make a low low offer and maybe get a little better deal. Well, there's there's a lot of people in this particular market right now that have cash, so that's not always the best deal. What is the upside? What is the potential? How can we help you solve your problem and achieve your goals? So in this particular case, this buyer isn't actually going to give cash, but he's going to give a note that bears monthly payments. Uh, and they're going to trade. Uh, they're going to trade uh, paperwork back and forth. He's going to be the deeded owner, and uh, he'll be able to spend the next three or four years developing that property into uh, what his eventual long-term goal is for the property. So it's he's not writing a check. He's guaranteeing it with other real estate and income off of a note. Right. I have um, two similar to that going on in Manhattan right now, and we're still very much in the very beginning stages. But the unique thing about that is, is some of it still has debt. So how to maneuver that? Because, yes, $28 million all at one time would be great, but imagine how much of that you would have to give to the government. Um, so you don't want to take a tax hit like that. So it's being constructive about how do you pass ownership, how do you settle up those bank notes, um, and both scenarios are very similar to that. Um, the other one, young kids just getting started in investments, um, they want the owner to carry a note for a certain period. Um, still working out the details of that because, you know, when they're still very, very new, um, you have to look at the pitfalls and, you know, what happens if you've got a vacancy rate and, and things like that. So there's so much that goes into maneuvering around that, especially when your party is just getting started. Um, but 
it just goes to show that there are always constructive ways of getting it done so that, number one, your seller isn't taking this massive hit off the top from the government. Um, and 1031 exchanges definitely help. Obviously, they're going to sink that money back into uh, like kind of some way. Um, but, um, Broderick, what would yeah, be... Go ahead. I'm sorry. What would be your take on that? Um, you know, we, we've, we've been in situations and opportunities where we've used 1031s and we've used notes and maybe a little cash. Um, if, you, if you've got a buyer that wants to buy and you have a seller that wants to sell and, and, and they're, they're, they're open uh, to ideas, you know, obviously we would like full price, all cash, closing 30 days. But when that hasn't presented itself, you know, from time to time, I'm working with there now that he is, uh, you know, he went through some, he was in a car wreck and went through a situation where uh, he didn't work for a while. So he doesn't necessarily have uh, the current job time, but he's he's uh, received an inheritance, uh, a, a, a nice size inheritance, but it's not quite enough to buy the home he wants. So we're going to create a note or his, his attorney is going to create a note. And uh, basically, it's built-in seller finance. He has income, but he's taken some hits on his credit. Uh, before he was uh, uh, he was in an accident, his credit was great. But with everything that happens in those situations, um, you know, he's got some things on his credit, and it'll take a year or so to repair those. But he he is employed now, and he does have some money down. And so they're gonna they're gonna create a small note with the seller. It's a form of seller financing. Uh, that will uh, allow him to have a structured payment plan uh, that'll make his taxes and his insurance and uh, and a small principal and interest payment. But uh, it put a it put a good person who had some bad uh, circumstances into the property you know, he wanted and that he, he could afford. So that's a smaller scale. But then Carrie talks about her Manhattan project. You know that's that's got a lot of moving pieces and. Uh, it'll take uh, it'll take creativity and probably some notes to get that transaction done. Absolutely, and you know, it really it boils down to the willingness of the the seller to be, um, what would you say, creative, um, being open to yeah, it. Yeah, or 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 at least you know look at look at you know uh, look at situations with different eyes, maybe. Uh, you know, uh, we refer to the power of the room when we're in trading sessions. Um, if you just pitch an idea out there, you know, you, you may have 100 to 150 very talented uh, traders in the room. You may get 10 or 20 really good ideas, and half of them you've never even considered. So uh, all the, when we counsel with people, we'll say, you know, what are you going to do with the money when you, you know, if ultimately somebody walks in and writes you a check, what are you going to do with the money? Well, I'm going to... I'm going to go invest it into income property. Then we're listening, and where, where do you want that income property? Because we may know where that inventory is at. Or they want to go into some sort of uh, you know investment, some sort of annuity. And then we can refer them to the proper people that you know, can guide them to that. But uh, if you just ask a bunch of questions, just listen, or ask some questions and uh, do a bunch of listening. Uh, sometimes... Cash might actually hurt them in a transaction. Too much cash, or maybe they've got you know multiple legal addresses, and they have one buyer that wants all those properties and one seller that wants to sell all those properties. Timing with your accountant and your attorney could help you 
defer or uh, manage those uh, those capital uh, gains taxes over time. Absolutely. So, you know, if you've invested and you maybe, for instance, you've got, you know, single family, but you want to upscale to multifamily um, and you want to do like across the board or something like that, this is definitely a great way to do that. Um, Just be creative with your portfolio. Um, maybe you got into investments like rental investments and decided, you know what, dealing with tenants is not your thing. There are ways to do that too. So, um, like I said, they're trading art and everything else. So definitely a way of doing it. There is a creative group of buyers and sellers that, uh, you know, we've got a gentleman that's, uh, got, uh, literally tons of jade that he's importing right now. And he's looking for real estate to trade into. So if you need Jade, give uh, give Carrie a call. We've got we've got a gentleman that would like to trade Jade for real estate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are exotic exotic snakes we talked about last time. So <laughs> yeah, there there have been there has been real estate down payments made with snakes and pickups. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, so if you have questions, you're more than welcome to give us a call. Um, my cell phone number is 785-213-5188. Broderick, what's yours? You can reach me at 316-722-9393. And um, again, Broderick, real quick, you are out of Wichita. He is an ERA broker. So yes, an EXP broker is talking to an ERA broker. We can still be friends. We we get along just fine, and we as soon as we're not on the radio, we're trying to recruit each other. So yeah, I'm going to win one of these days. Uh, <laughs> all right, thank you so much, Broderick. I'm going to miss having you on as my co-host. Uh, be sure and listen each week to Real Estate 101, and thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Real Estate 101 with the Carrie Brown team from Preferred Advisors. 